0: hello and welcome to something for the weekend with me kathy griffiths me fiona scott
1: and me stephen Day.
0: in this episode ellis if he was here was going to discuss walking seven and a half thousand miles fiona's got some music from dot allison and oban's gym guy Inis Hughes is in training for a world record attempt, and Stevie has persuaded Leslie to give us another Scottish word of the week. There we go.
1: Morning, <laughs> <laughs> morning, good everybody. morning, good
0: morning. How are you, Stevie? Are, are you sort of are you um, cordoned in by roadworks in Oban? It's all going off.
1: I am. I mean, this is we're recording this on Friday morning, and Lochavillan Road all the way from the Tesco roundabout all the way up to the bridge at the railway. Um, yeah, tar lorries ripping up lorries, men in uh, high-vis, all very organised, but it's causing a wee bit of chaos. I mean, the boys are being lovely. Um, all all respect to them. They're trying to organise the traffic everywhere, but there's an awful lot of traffic coming in. They've
0: got work to do. You know, I was coming back from Yorkshire last weekend after a lovely flying visit, and uh, I had thought I might sort of pull over and have a snooze on my back because I didn't leave till evening time and it was all going so well I got to Dalmali all the way from Leeds and I thought oh I'm still feeling energetic I'm just going to go for it I'm going to get home to a uh, seal I could have cried got to the other side mm-hmm. of Tornall, got to Connell and of course it's all the resurfacing and uh yeah. 40 minutes 40 minutes and of course that was when like I just felt absolutely worn out so yeah so check those times everybody It is going on isn't it i think uh, i don't think it's gonna it might be finishing this weekend you know i think there's only a few more days of all this resurfacing work going on it was supposed to be for two weeks um and of course we never know whether these things run on so uh, if you're going anywhere it's really advisable isn't it to sort of check out um, on the on the um road watch websites and things to see what's uh, what's going I th-
2: on i thought you were gonna say if
0: you're going anywhere don't <laughs> If you're going anywhere, invite me.
1: (laughs) I think we all have to be patient, though, because the boys and girls that are working on the roadworks, they're doing their job and they're trying to be as cooperative with everyone as possible. But there's some things you just can't do without stopping the traffic.
0: Yeah, Be patient and be
2: kind. There we go. They are are improving things. So, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: we'll be grateful.
2: Give them a bit of slack. Yes.
0: Well, if, if young Ellis was here, <laughs> this would be his bit. Um, and he would be asking you, how would you feel walking 7,500 miles and it taking over 400 days? Well, um, Ellis has been interviewing South Yorkshire's Jim Morton, who's 61 and who was in Oban on Monday on a Round the Coast Odyssey. So uh, shall we listen to their little chat? Yes, yeah. please.
3: So I'm just on the North Pier. On Monday with Jim Morton. Jim is walking the coast of mainland Great Britain and he's doing it for the Gurkha Welfare Trust. Uh, I must admit Jim's here he's got a brilliant tan on him uh, he's looking a very fit fella. Jim can you tell us what it's all about?
4: Yeah I started on the 12th of April from my little hometown of Penistone in South Yorkshire Uh, and I walked for three and a half days before I finally got to the coast, and then I've headed up north around Scotland uh, and then I'm going to do England and Wales and hopefully walk the entire coast of mainland Britain, including any islands that's joined by a bridge or at low tide, and be back in approximately 400 days, having completed between seven and seven and a half thousand miles. Wowee. What motivated you to do this and why the Gurkha Welfare Trust? Well, it's been my ambition since 1967, since I was seven years old, to walk around the coast. I was fascinated by lighthouses, and at seven-year-old, when I got my dad got a map book for Christmas, I was looking at it and I thought, best way to see all lighthouses would be to walk around them. Well, when you're looking at a map book and you're seven-year-old, it doesn't seem so far, but it seems a lot further when you're 61-year-old. Uh, so I've always wanted to do it. I wanted to be the first person to do it, but while I was serving in the forces, somebody uh, beat me to it and did it in 1978, but it's never left me, I've always wanted to do it, and so I decided to do it now, and the reason why I've chosen the Gurkhas uh, to raise money for is my first ship in the Royal Navy was HMS Gurkha. Now, I've yet to find out if HMS Eskimo had Eskimos on board, but the Gurkha had Gurkhas on board.
3: <laughs> I see. But why was it in particular the Gurkhas that, it, uh, what What can you tell us about, about, about them?
4: Well, <laughs> the Gurkhas have, uh, served britain for over 200 years now uh the first britain first came across them when they were fighting against them in 1814 and they were such good fighters that after uh, what they were fighting in in india uh they decided to recruit them and then for 200 years and more now they've they've fought for us in every war i mean the first world war the second world war uh the falklands just to name a few uh even right up to modern day in uh Iraq and in Afghanistan. Uh, they're good lads, they're, they're loyal and they're, they're good fighters and, you know, they, they come over here, they don't come over here to stay and claim benefits or anything like that. When they've done the time, they want to go home and make a better life for the families in Nepal. And that devastating earthquake in 2015, just they just lost everything they had, so I'm trying to raise money to build houses for them and luckily I've, I've already earned enough to build one house.
3: Wowee. Do you have a target for how much you want to raise?
4: Yes, uh, I want to raise £50,000, uh, which uh, you think that's a hell of a lot of money, which it is, but when you look at what some other the walkers have raised, and I'm going to be doing it for a year, I think it's a realistic possibility I'll, I'll raise £50,000.
3: Uh-huh. And uh, in terms of your relationship with Gurkhas, have you sort of worked alongside them or is it just something that you've read about and you're aware of? Uh,
4: no, I've only only—I've come across them uh, when I was on HMS Gurkha, but other than that, uh, right. no, I've just always had an affinity uh, towards them since hmm. I started learning about them in the 1970s. And practically, what's it like walking these sort of, how, how many miles would you do a day, generally, uh, the most, hopefully? The most miles I've done in a day uh, was 32 and a half. And that was uh, to end up at a place called Carradale, uh, Uh going down towards the direction of the Mullockin Tire. But altogether, out of the 90, this is day 92, I've had six days off out of 92, that's all. And with those six days off, I'm still averaging more than 20 miles a day. So I'm, I'm quite pleased with the progress. It's just it's slow going on these uh, on this Argyle and, and Butte coast oh. and everybody keeps taking great pleasure in saying to me uh, that Argyle and Butte's got a longer coastline than France.
3: Is that right?
4: <laughs> yeah. <Wow-y. laughs> I've been told by half a dozen people that so it, m- <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> and they sort of seem to get a sick sort of uh, sense of pleasure when they tell me that. <laughs> They also mentioned football last night, but we'll not bother. We'll, we'll maybe draw a
3: for that one. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Forza Italia. Mm-hmm. It's quite
3: fitting that we're opposite the piazza as we're talking about that, which oh, is right. a big yeah, pizzeria.
0: I never knew that. Is that true? That Argyle and Butte's coast is longer than? I suppose it would be. Well, could it be? I don't know. Must be. It, if Alice says it's true, I'm going to believe Alice.
1: It's. It's. I suppose it's possible. It depends on all the little bit ins and out bits if you walk if you measure all those
0: yeah talking of Alex, <laughs> look who's just popped up on my podcast screen good afternoon Hello, <laughs> don't everyone. say good morning to him
4: oh,
0: <laughs>
3: welcome <laughs>
2: good morning
3: i had a power cut really really
2: no 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 i didn't best yes. excuses ever <laughs> that the serious. The the no, doggy my homework. I
3: will show you that I was working at half past three this morning.
0: Oh okay. Well
3: what do you think of that?
0: Well we're all holding our breath.
3: Yes. I will, <laughs> I will provide the evidence. Listen. No, I slept
5: Alice. I, I didn't get to sleep until about four <laughs> o'clock
3: and I was doing some work in the middle of the night.
1: There we go. it's probably because he was walking seven thousand five hundred miles. <laughs>
0: in his that, sleep in that was his a, sleep.
1: a really good piece actually i mean he's that's quite a, an ambition to have when you're seven but i completely get the looking at a map when you're that age
3: thinking yeah it's not too far we, we could do that why don't we just do that tonight that's so strange that's precisely what he did he said as a seven-year-old you don't you don't realize how far things are obviously because of the scale of it but he was such a nice guy jim and I think Sue, his wife as well, has played a massive, massive part in uh, in helping him pull you this see,
0: off. See, what do they say? Every was it, Every man needs. Every successful man has a good woman behind them. Something like that.
3: I said that to him as well. I said that. <laughs> I bet behind, you did. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Fiona, music, maestro, <laughs> music. Yes. Uh, Oh, this is, this is a tune
2: today, uh, if we all want chilled uh, and soothed after Alice's exertions there. Uh, today's music comes from Dot Allison, and it's the latest single to be released from her album Heart-Shaped Stars. The album includes field recordings of birdsong rivers in the ambience of the Hebrides, where uh, Dot has her cottage. Doesn't that sound lovely? Shall it we does. all go? Yes,
0: Shall come we- on, let's go now.
6: close.
1: That was lovely and relaxing. That's that's kind of chilled us all out, hasn't it? Send me back to sleep. I think sleep. Alice has
0: gone back to sleep.
3: Ah, <laughs> got there I first. It. Got there first.
0: Knew it. You knew, you knew what we were going to say. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful, wasn't it? Oh, it's nice and chilled now. Oh, wafting on the breeze.
1: How <laughs> are, are you, Cathy?
0: Yeah, I'm always wafting on the breeze. I'm always winging it. (laughs) Fiona's laughing, but we can't hear her because she's still on mute, everybody. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, someone signal, signal. Uh, I was getting all ready to tell you where you can get that uh, as well. Where can we get it? Yeah, where can we get it? So that was one love of the album Heart Stars, which both the single and the album are going to be released on July the 30th via SA Recordings. So you can go on now and pre-order at sarecordings.com.
0: Oh, thank you very much. So we've just been sort of uh, eased and soothed and we're going to sort of race straight into another story that you've got for us, Fee. Okay, yes,
2: uh, this is some really exciting news and it was interesting hearing Alice speaking about Jim Mott in there who's going to be walking 7,500 miles and taking over 400 days. Uh, This is a fabulous Inish Hughes, the open gym guy, and he's going to be running the length of Iceland, which is 725 kilometres, just over 450 miles, and he's going to try and do it in under 10 days. So, NSUs, nice to see you in person at last. Um, You've got a a big story for us this week, Uh, what
5: what big adventure are you going on now? So the big adventure now is I am going for a Guinness World Record and I'm going to be running the length of Iceland from the south to the north, uh, the two lighthouses. It's just over 704 kilometres, roughly 440ish miles. the record at the moment stands at 10 days, 13 hours and 11 minutes and I'm training with my coach to beat it by at least 24 hours, aim is 9 days, but nine and a half days so by 24 hours. Uh, it takes place October 26th, fly out, run starts on October the 28th and we aim to finish by the 5th of November and then get a wee week in Iceland, fly back on the 14th, get ready for the next adventure after that.
2: you are totally bonkers, I'm sure I've said that before but this one, is a huge one as far as training goes how does, does that work
5: so there's only so much training you can do uh after for an event like that. a lot of it's more just understanding what you're in for but a lot of training runs back to back three four five hour runs each day uh so like five hours on the monday five hours on the tuesday same time of the day so i'm getting used to building up my mileage getting used to running every day being sore getting used to that and a lot of time Running, <laughs> just a lot of running and a lot of stuff in the gym as well. That's basically how it goes.
2: Brilliant, and I mean, you can't do something like this on your own. And I know you've got a team, uh, and your team are also from Open. Who, who's that? Who's involved?
5: So I've got a good pal, uh, Cameron Scott. He's been the logistics side of things, doing the majority of the driving, the paperwork, and stuff like that. And then our friend Katie Shepherd, she's doing like the documentation of it all, doing a wee documentary, doing the photos also helping with the cooking, cooking of the food and stuff like that, so all I have to do at the end of the day is run from A to B, that's all I have to.
2: Sounds easy, but I mean, well, no it's not going to be, um, I'm sure everybody will be following you at the time, and, it's, and uh, you're going to be doing this for a good cause, although you're still to uh, decide which one yet, so yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully it will be something local, what do you think?
5: Yeah, I think it will definitely be, it will be good to get a lot of support from all company sponsors and get a charity picked in Oban so we can raise a lot raise a lot of money and just a, a good profile for it all and it would just be a good thing to send 2021 off with, I think. And I would, and I would actually be, I think I'd be one of the only people in, in uh, only from Oban, but in Scotland to hold a world record in general and in a fitness element as fun and it is.
2: Brilliant. Can't we, Ines, uh, like I said, good luck and we'll be speaking to you before you go.
5: Sounds like a shout, sounds like a good plan.
0: Wow, what a guy.
5: It's nuts,
2: <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the nicest possible way.
1: And it's all about lighthouses, isn't it? All about lighthouses. But in his case, I mean, I, were they putting together an armoured suit <laughs> him at the same
2: time? The, the joys <laughs> of recording and Oban. And
1: uh, in open welding.
2: That, that's not that's not too far uh, wrong, Stevie, because his, his run is called the Run of Fire and Ice. So, maybe we welding him together a
3: a suit. I know why you recorded that. Because I had exactly the same experience when I spoke to Margot Marr of Auburn FM yesterday. You had all of this sort of background noise, in particular that kind of grinding. So, um, yes, I know. I've been there myself.
0: Well, people of words that we are. We've got uh, Leslie Duncan with a a Scottish Word of the Week. Have we, Stevie?
3: probably. Okay,
1: everyone on to mute.
0: Today's Word of the Week is jalouse. That's.
3: Jalouse,
0: spelt
3: J-A-L-O-O-S-E, That's
0: jalouse. Jalouse. Oh, that's such a gorgeous word. I hope it's something really cheery. Jalouse. Here we go. Woohoo! Is it?
2: <laughs> that that just makes me oh, think. Uh, oh, I heard you were running the hundred meter sprint at uh, sports day. Did you lose? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jaluse. Oh come on, put us out of our misery, what is it?
1: Okay, okay. here we go.
0: The word jalouse
2: means to reckon on or fathom or just work out. So the best one I can, I can think of for this is we were trying to keep a secret. We had rearranged a surprise in party for our relative and in, at the end of it she said, I started to, to jalouse because she had saw one of her friends walking
3: away up the street instead of going normally down the street the way that she would normally have gone so she had worked it out kind of just fathomed it out or worked it out she had dreams that something
4: was approved was or there was something was planned that she wasn't aware of
0: blimey i'd never have got that absolutely never have got that
1: <laughs> but what so we an do get word.
0: go on sorry stevie
1: i was going to say just another word to work into next week's paper i think
0: okay we'll take the challenge Jalouse, jalouse. So, uh, yeah, well, here we are at the end of another podcast. We're always uh, excited and happy to hear your stories and to see photos. You can contact us by emailing somethingfortheweekend at opentimes.co.uk, or you can message us through Facebook or Instagram. So that's it for this week. Goodbye from me, Cathy Griffiths. Goodbye from me, Fiona
1: Scott. Bye from me, Alice Butcher. And goodbye from me, Stephen D.
3: Bye.
6: Bye. Bye-bye.